Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 224, Double Dutch Parenting. Hey, everyone. Before I begin, I want to talk to you about our sponsor, Herbal Face Food. I've been talking about Herbal Face Food because I see such amazing results with my sunspots, with my puffiness, because it reduces the inflammation, like my puffy eyes when I wake up in the morning, or even like my double chin. I always feel like I wish I had a better jawline, and I feel like it's coming back. My sunspots from laying out day after day after day as a child has caught up with me. I have sunspots galore, and Herbal Face Food has helped so much with reducing my wrinkles, cutting down on my puffiness in my face. I can't really describe it other than just there's this, the puff is gone because it's not plant-based. It's made out of pure plants. And so it helps so much with fine lines, wrinkles, melasma. I have psoriasis. I have dermatitis. Like my skin is a mess. I know it's from stress and it's such a relief to have something that doesn't show all the stress on my face. So go to the link in the email or go to herbalfacefood.com and make sure you use the coupon code HARMONY20 at checkout to support the show. Now on to the episode. Welcome to the Harmony in the Home podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Hutchison. I'm a counselor, a life coach, and most importantly, an imperfect mom doing this work right along with you. And my goal on our podcast is to go from chaos to calm, feel less frazzled and have more fun within your four walls to have more harmony in your home. I always wonder what these titles do to you when you're seeing that in your email or in your feed or how do you find out about this week's episode? I'm just curious. Where do you find out about it? Shoot me an email at coachingkelly at AOL.com. And yes, I'm still on AOL. I gave my address out the other day to someone on the phone. They're like, did you just say AOL? I'm like, oh, uh, I can't let it go. I think it's also, it has some type of emotional connection because when I met David, that was back in the dial-up ages in 1999. You went until you got a uh, until you could get on the internet, and then we instant messaged each other all the time because he lived two hours away, and so we did the long distance thing for like a year, and that's the only way we communicated. Because I don't like talking on the phone, and instant messaging was just easier, and that's what we did. So I think I have a uh, an affection for AOL, and I don't think I'm ever gonna get rid of it. So anyway, and also I just learned how to delay send emails on AOL. Do you know you could do that? I send emails to myself all the stinking time. It's so amazing. If I have a reservation coming up for, let's say we're traveling for sports and I have the confirmation I need for the hotel we're staying at and we're going on the 23rd of March next year, like two weeks before I'll email myself the confirmation like March 1st and I'll say, you'll need this on the 23rd, numchucks, talking about myself. And it's so handy. I'm always getting emails from my past self because I'm always trying to hook up my future self. Anyway, so I love to have tricky and sticky and fun titles. And this one came to me because as a parent, as a teacher, in the classroom, or even as a counselor, I just feel like in life, it just feels like life is like double dutch jump ropes. And if you've ever done double dutch, which I have never, but I've watched it, you'll see that both people are trying to go through the jump ropes and it's jump, 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 jump. You're probably like, what? 
And it's so fascinating to watch how fast their feet go and they get tangled up in the jump ropes and then they just hop out and hop back in. And I feel like that's what life is like. It's just a constant stream, especially as a parent. But I think it was also what I did as a kid, but I just took it for granted that that's just how my brain worked naturally. But as I've gotten older, it's been a little harder to get into the double Dutch rope jump roping. And we have a famous story in our family of origin between the two of us, between David and I. And people love, in our family, love our podcast, but they don't like to be um, their stories to be about them. So let's just say this is a family story that is very famous. It involves two people in either David's side of the family or my side of the family. It doesn't really matter the players, but I know you like stories, but this is a very famous story. And it's one that we use a lot when we're caught in the mix of the double dutch parenting or the double dutch jump roping in life and it was morning before school and a child asked a parent i'm trying to keep those impacted by this story anonymous a child asked a parent to write a check for a sporting event coming up and the parent said what's the twelve dollars for it was something like that and then the child says it doesn't matter i just need it and then the parent says well if i'm going to write a check i'm going to want to know what it's for and the child couldn't really articulate and just kept saying it's for the sporting event it's for the sporting event so they were going back and forth it got a little heated there was some bickering going on and child says to parent just write the check <laughs> and parent says uh, when you talk like that, I'm not writing the check. Closes the checkbook. By the way, who writes checks anymore? Closes the checkbook and off to school they go in complete silence. And that whole morning of just write the check, how it was something very simple and people were rushed and feel, people were feeling rushed and both sides, the check writer and also the person trying to get out the door because they were leaving for school, needed the check, didn't ask in advance. The person who was writing the check felt caught off guard, was not prepared to write a check and wanted to know what it was about. So the bickering came from running late, not running late, but it's just not what they were planning on doing. And they weren't planning on pivoting and jumping in the jump rope right then because it was literally walking out the door and just write the check. It's not that hard. So we always use the hashtag just write the check when we have to pivot, which is constant in life. But we're always surprised that we have to pivot. And if you've ever seen the episode from Friends when they're trying to get that couch up the staircase and it's a right they have to go over the landing and it's like a left or right turn and they can't get the couch around and Ross just keeps screaming, pivot, pivot. So we use the, those taglines to kind of lighten the mood when things get hasty or when things get tense, when someone needs to pivot quicker than they're ready to pivot. Because I don't know about you, but when someone wants me to pivot and I'm not ready to pivot, it's very hard to do. But I feel like every single day, I try to plan accordingly, and then every single day does not go according to the plan. And I love this saying, uh, it's from a Christian song, I don't know what the day will bring, but I know who brings the day. And that's another mantra that is helpful for me when I'm in that state of, why isn't everything going the way it's supposed to? And sometimes we get so upset that it's not going the way it's supposed to, 
but it baffles me that I'm getting upset it's not going the way it's supposed to, but a hundred days out of the last hundred days, it's never gone the way I thought it was going to go. And even on day 101, I'm still surprised that it's not going in the way that I thought it was going to go. So I asked you on Facebook, I said, what gets in the way of the most of getting out the door on time? Need for pod. That's us. Uh, Lindsay says, husband using the restroom. I'll just put it that way. She did a different emoji. It was a little graphic. Tina says, wanting to sleep just five more minutes. It's never just five more minutes. Oh my goodness, the sleep. It's like, it's so hard to fall asleep. And then once I fall asleep, it's so hard to wake up. Like, why is it so hard to fall asleep? And then why is it so hard to wake up? I feel like if it's hard to fall asleep, then it should be easy to wake up because the body's saying, I don't want to sleep. I don't want to sleep. It fights sleep, but then it fights waking up. It's very frustrating. Dominique says, kids needing last minute things. <clears throat> Just write the check. Daughter's makeup routine. She wakes up at 4.30 to catch the bus by 6.45. Pets being chaotic. Oh, Beth, I hear you. Marla says, my ADHD. Oh, my goodness. I start one thing. You know how many times I've flooded the house? Not flooded the house, but flooded a room or a bathroom or like the laundry room because I like to pre-wash my workout clothes after I work out so it doesn't go in the laundry with all the other clothes. And so I'll turn on the water, plug up the sink and say, oh, I need to run that for like three minutes. And then three minutes turns into 30 and all of a sudden I'll hear drip, 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 drip. I've done it more often than I even want to share here because you'll probably all cancel me if you knew the number. It's actually embarrassing. Nina says, my brain, I feel like I have more time than I do. So I'm like, let me fold the clothes before I take my shower because I have enough time. Next thing you know, I'm rushing. It's actually embarrassing. Oh, I've been there, girl. Finding my phone. Sleep or kids misplacing their shoes for the third time in one morning. Finding the keys or or the cell phone. That's Sharon. Christina is the one that says misplacing the shoes third time in one morning. Julie says, my desire to stay in bed longer because I'm always tired. Oh, my goodness. Me too. Kelly agreed with that. Oh, another Kelly. Yudki says, my husband is always late. So many reasons. Teenagers, every time. Christina's like, same. Jackie says, pets. Tracy says, my 17-year-old daughter. Nicole says, making sure everything's in its place and clean prior to actually getting ready. I always think I have more time. Time management is like a common theme here. Heidi says, my kid, hashtag enough said, yeah, it's actually me. I'm usually the root of most problems. <laughs> Leora says, my daughter, Paula says, the fact that I don't really want to go. Oh my goodness. And the stalling. Yes. Kim says, no matter how much I previously asked and warned of time, someone always still needs to go to the bathroom. Kelly says, dogs. Jessica says, kids. Lindsay says, four dogs, two teens, and a second grader, but dogs the most. You can't depend on them to potty in a timely manner every day. I know. And we put uh, Tucker in the laundry room because he likes to chew random pillows and pull out the stuffing. He's still in the puppy stage, I guess. He's one in November. He was born November 9th, 2022. So whenever you're listening to it, you can hear how old he is. And so a lot of times he just doesn't want to even come to the laundry room. And I'm always surprised that he doesn't want to come to the laundry room. It's so wild in there. I bring a treat. I do all the things. I'm only gone while it's the time it is to drop off the kids. So all that to say, you're not alone. Life is very double Dutch parenting, very much double Dutch jump roping, where you're always course correcting. You're always pivoting. I was talking to a family member the other day who was having a hard time pivoting and adjusting and getting into his double Dutch. And it wasn't Grady. And it wasn't David either. 
And I said, you kind of have to act like a jellyfish. You just kind of have to go with the flow and just let things roll off your back, but also coming in a strong, assertive pack leader energy where you're not freaking out, but you're also not a doormat. And so that jellyfish is kind of go with the flow. And when you expect all the things that we just said, then you're not surprised by it. Because that's what I'll do sometimes. I'll be so expecting it to go a certain way. And then it doesn't. And I'm actually surprised. And I'm like, Kelly, why are... This is my inner inner dialogue. Like, why are you surprised? This happens every single time. Why are you surprised? Like, you're frustrated because it's happening versus actually accepting the as is and going with the flow or fixing it and coming up with a plan during calm waters to not have that thing happen again. And think about, um, I think about like life is like you get out of bed and you're like a cat and like the cat jumps out of bed, they're on four and then they're just kind of on alert. It's kind of like, okay. And you're kind of dodging and weaving, dodging and weaving, dodging and weaving. And it reminded me of the game tetherball. If you ever played that as a kid, it's that ball that's attached to the pole Oh, I love that game as a kid. And you you hit it around, hit it around, hit it around. And then you, I think you're supposed to bob and weave so you don't get hit. And if you get hit, you're out. I don't even remember how to play. But I just remember that game being so fun and so intense. And you're like bebopping and you're dancing around the tetherball. And that's kind of what life is like when you are bebopping and dancing and pivoting and course correcting all the time. You're not so surprised by it. You're expecting it. And that allows you to go with the flow because it's not so shocking and so jarring. And if your kids play sports or any type of activities, especially if it's outdoors, we live in a very rainy area. So I will be planning. I'll have the cooler packed. And all of a sudden, I'll get a text that says, oh, practice canceled. Doubleheader canceled. It's sprinkling. It's raining. There's lightning. And I'm like, like Lily always says, oh, my goodness. Be so for real. Like, be so, like what are we going to do now? Like, the pivot. I'm like, okay. So we're just going to pivot. Or if they play indoor sports, sometimes there's problems getting facilities or sometimes there's problems with electricity. Sometimes the AC is not working. Sometimes, So I just want you to go through this week and practice double dutch parenting and expecting to get caught up in the ropes and know that the quicker you get back up is what really matters. Because I watched Lily play volleyball and she's the second hitter. So it's they don't call it bump set spike anymore, but you hit it three times on each side. I told my sister that. And she's like, are you sure they only hit it three times on one side? I'm like, that has been the rule of volleyball since the beginning of time. She's like, I think it's just the league she plays in. I'm like, girl, I'll be so for real, as Lily would say. But I watch her because she's the second person that hits the ball. So it's bump, set, spike. And they don't use those terms anymore. But don't tell anybody that I use those terms. It's pass, set, then hit. I think that's the right terms. Anyway. So she's the setter. So she's the second person. And I watched the the person, the, the it's the pass comes over and it's called uh, pass receive. No, it's called serve receive. Serve receive. The serve receive is, has to be on their toes and they are like twinkle toes and they're bouncing it all over. They never know where it's going to go. And all six of them are sitting there waiting, ready and waiting for that ball to come over. And then the, it's usually to the back row. And so then the bumper will like adjust and gets it to the second person, which is, Lily and then she has to adjust and pivot and based on how that pass came and then she has to set it to the the spiker so to speak and then they they finish it off so to speak and so the why did I just say so to speak 14 times in a row because you're not supposed to say bump set spike but why do they change that that just makes no sense so my point is the game of volleyball or the game of golf or the game of baseball or soccer or whatever sport that you love or you've ever watched or you love watching or your kids love just watch how much they pivot course correct they're jellyfishes 
It's on-the-job training. They have to figure it out in that moment. You can practice and practice and practice, but when it comes game time, it's like you go up to the ninth hole and you do a long drive. Well, the way that you're going to hit it on the green, let's say it's par five, is always going to be different based on the way that you drove the ball initially. And so that pivoting and that adjusting and you figure out as you go is what life is all about. Because a lot of times we want to have the whole thing all planned out and mapped out, and then we attack life or the chore or the exercise program or the business or the marriage or the parenting or whatever it is. We think that once it's all laid out and then it's safe, then we go and do the thing. But actually doing the thing is where we figure it out. Just like in sports, just like you see your kids when they're learning to read or they're learning to write or they're learning math skills, they constantly know how to pivot, bob and weave, play tetherball in life, jump in that jump rope, get tangled up, and they just keep going. And they are human jellyfishes and it comes very natural for them. 25, 35, 45, 55, it's not so natural for us. But just go back, we used to be like that, so when we remember that, then we're not so much beating ourselves up. We're like, oh, I've done this before. I know how to play the jellyfish. I know how to play tetherball. I know how to be in double dutch, even if you've never done double dutch, because it's that constant pivoting and course correcting, and you're expecting that to happen in your day versus so mad and disappointed and angry and irritated that it's happening. You're like, oh, this is part of the human experience. And when you can do that, You lighten the load on your own shoulders, which translates into your home to have more harmony in your home. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, mamas, thanks for listening. If you had any ahas, clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting boot camp, where we take all of this to the next level, and we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com. And if you really want to fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, what was that lightning bolt moment while you were listening. I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me, which allows your kids to be imperfect too, each and every day. Thanks for listening.